Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. This is episode 65. Um, I did a weird thing today, or just now, I guess, where I, I started this pod like three different times, and I never do that. Um, I'm really into that one-take magic of it all, and the thing I think I'm doing is... I'm just in like a fucking weird headspace. I think it's like having to do with being back in New York. Um, But you know that face you make when you open up your Instagram and you have a lens on it and you're looking at yourself, looking at yourself, but with this dissonance of like this lens, like, I don't know, like you're wearing a veil or your eye makeup looks different or whatever. I'm like becoming sort of like self-referential with this mini pod and I don't know I'm I it's it's interesting how like being in New York kind of plays into the way I'm now viewing this thing as like a thing versus um the way I started it and the, the way it felt in LA where it just felt like a part of a practice like a check-in where I'm just like hey like what's going on um so that's interesting in a totally gross way um but yeah like the thing I actually wanted to talk about was why I'm sober um I went to a party last night and I was talking about how nothing makes you feel more sober than the sort of like glaring light of um New York where you know you're just with these people that you've been like drunk with before and that like a lot of times that is like the lowest common denominator it's really like the nerve center of like why you felt that kinship and without that it's just it's really (laughs) yeah it's like it's like going from like really beautiful natural lighting or like semi-darkness let's be real to like the most glaring overhead um neon lighting ever in a way um and I just I just feel so exposed and so the reason why I don't drink anymore is that I something just happened in my head it was like a combination of realizing that I had an eating disorder when I thought I didn't Um, like I was bulimic for a really long time, but then I stopped throwing up and I thought that that was the end of it. And it wasn't because I realized that, um, I was always thinking about food, how to get it, how to eat it away from people, how to steal it from different people without them noticing, um, or like not eating and seeing how long I could go. And so there was just a lot of weird behavior and a lot of, sort of like mental um number crunching and math that was happening that was eventually making me fucking crazy and that um level of hard work and circular thinking and obsession really started compromising not only my mental health but more importantly which is like kind of like hitting me where it actually hurts like it was really beginning to affect my work and like the inconvenient thing about being a writer is that you need your hands to type and my hands were so um, occupied by like eating food or not eating food 
or semi-eating food that doesn't count like eating a bunch of like sunflower seeds or something like that or like eating tiny specks of food or like you know popcorn because it feels psychologically like air it feels like a, a food you can get away with especially if you don't eat meals which was something I was doing and so I didn't know that a lot like other people's heads weren't this crowded but as I was sort of peeling that away and as I got into recovery and I'm in in a 12-step program for my my food stuff um it was this really annoying thing where I realized that everything I did had a reaction and for normal people who are like mature and um aware and deliberate in their choices um they know that but I did not and so you know there's just a lot of like fucked up shit that's been around since I was the time I was a child where it's been either like gaffer tape jury built or just spackled over with food which then became um booze which then became you know weed and shot through with like inappropriate behavior um with dudes and married dudes and just all this shit right and the thing is it's like every time I got hyper excited an interaction where I was like oh my god this is it this is the conversation I'm having with this creepy guy who is um lunching me by like taking me to a weird meal that's like feels ambiguous and nobody really talks about the ways in which I will like unilaterally change this person's um magazine with my wit and uh charm and my you know observational skills that I can just like turn into like the best magazine writing forever or whatever like I didn't realize that like feeling those feelings and tap dancing for that long and drinking the fucking drinks and like doing that stuff like I would just like leave my body and I didn't I really didn't want to stick around for the hangover and the hangover always came and it was always like depression or like mania or um just like really erratic behavior patterns or like paranoia or like self-obsession or isolation because it was too like gnarly for me to like process and so as I was like as as the sort of food chatter got quieter, as the interpersonal chatter got quieter, um, I really had to kind of like look at the role alcohol played. And alcohol was fucking rad. Like it was the most immediate and effective. Oh, par- pardon the siren in the background. Um, it was like such a like a bullet train to oblivion for me and it was like you know there was no launch sequence it was just like the most instant jettisoning but what I realized is that every time I came to there was just all this wreckage and unfortunately like my body really like um was left traumatized by it and actually when me too happened i kind of like you know like a lot of women just like 
was so triggered by all this shit that had happened and I don't blame alcohol but it certainly made it easier for me to be like you know deuces by to my body and yeah like alcohol just had a lot to answer for I guess and the reason why I don't drink anymore is because it stopped working for me like I can't I can't, the bullet train is just like, you know, that one subway car that has its doors closed or is just like a, you know, like a bunch of like little boxes chained together or whatever that weird old timey like coal mine looking one is. And yeah, it just stopped working. And the thing about actually dealing with your shit is that like a a huge part of 12 step is that it's just designed to allow you to like look through all the really really horrifying boxes in the attic of your mind that you're just like I can't um so it it like gives you a framework and and a support system to sort of look through all those boxes and what I realized is that every time I got drunk I just had like hangovers for days like not only physiological but like psychological really like running through a lot of drills of like imagining what I said and like imagining how these people were going to receive it and part of the the whole math of like thinking about how other people were going to receive it was I was like really obsessed that these people were just only thinking about me and it was either to hate me or that they thought I was, like, the shit, like, it was, like, and now that I have a little bit of distance, and I can see that, like, that these two very extreme flavors are the only ones available to me, and both seem really unlikely, you know, that's, like, the whole thing about, like, absolutes, it's, like, the likelihood that an absolute is true absolutely all of the time is, like, you know, that's, like, really 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 um slim and so now that I kind of know all this I can't unknow it and everything I do you know there's just something I feel associated with it and whether I deal with it in that moment and have it go away or put it in a box and not deal with it until like 15 years down the line I'm still the one around dealing with it and I got really tired of these like depressive states where I really couldn't like interact with the world where the only thing I could do was be really really stoned for many many days and like just charge a weird amount of food um on my credit card from the bodega and like just be really uncomfortable and self-loathing like I just couldn't do those anymore um and you kind of can't do them when you know why you're doing them like that's the thing it's like when you you have like a few days like that and I'm talking about like as a result of your actions not because you're chemically depressed I really believe that's like another issue but like when I start being on one end of a decision before I've done anything and being like mm, I know that me getting fucked up tonight at this party and doing whatever is going to result in like 
two days of this other feeling like once you just know that and you make that sort of connection and that you know like neural pathway just feels like kind of diesel you're just like fuck you're like I just you're basically like unsubscribe like decline I cannot and it really sucks all the joy and the pleasure out of saying fuck it and just like doing doing that stuff to yourself like so that's the thing it's like it's it's a pain in the ass to be um this intentional but being intentional and being gentle and being slow means that yeah that you just don't have like all this like I don't know this like blast radius to deal with you don't have like all this shrapnel that's just getting sent into your future and I really wish I could just have an eating disorder and just have that one addiction but I also just know that it's like that particular need to like handle my feelings with stuff like the eating disorder and the booze and the weed and the people and like the fucking thirsty behavior or like the you know I don't know that gross um aspirational like social media sidling or that like triangulation lurking to like you know be in cahoots with the right people like all those behaviors make me fucking depressed as shit and I really wish it didn't I think that I would be so successful if I didn't feel that way but I also know that that's a total lie like you know I I I, I just I can't do any of this stuff because like I don't I just want to be happy and that is so much damn work and sometimes being happy is like kind of the worst in terms of like contentment versus like just like careening like joy is it like ah man sometimes happiness is just in all the shit you don't do and that's like a that's a bitter fucking pill but it's just what in my experience I've learned so yeah like that's why I'm sober and that's why I'm sticking to it for the moment and it it gets easier um the more you do it and you know it hasn't been long enough that I've forgotten how sucky and fucking terrible it was at the beginning and like that's even a part I just can't bear to do to my future self either so I'm just here being gentle feeling kind of like a chump most of the time to be honest but I would so much rather feel this like whiff of chumpiness than just have those days that I can't manage in my future that were so sad when I just really hated everything about myself and all I could do was be like supine and totally like glazed over with like this like little um, engine in the back of my mind really really like 
rehashing every recrimination that I thought I, I had done in that time. And yeah, I feel like if anything, I just have a choice and it's a choice I make and it's simple, but it's really not easy. And this is just an effort that I am able to do today and hopefully I can do it again tomorrow. But anyway, thanks for listening. Um, Have a gentle day.